We ready to drop this thing? Uh, Houston, uh, we are uh, ready. Okay, everybody, let's take it from the top. Atomic batteries to power. Four. Prepare for warp speed. Turbines to speed. Three. Standby transwarp drive. Two. Roger. Ready to move out. On my mark. One. Let's go. This is the Low Down Sports Show with Drew. Yes, sir. And BJ. Let's get at it. And it starts now. All right. Welcome in to another episode of the Low Down Sports Show. This show is brought to you by the Basketball Podcast Network, presented by DraftKings. I'm your host, Drew. And I'm BJ. And we're here to get the lowdown on all things basketball. A lot of NBA field news this time around. And we're going to try and fit it all into one episode here as we dive into the magic that is Luka Doncic. Oh, the yeah. possible three-peat at hand for Nikola Jokic as the MVP. Uh, what's going wrong in Minnesota? And last but not least... Perkins versus Ibaka. Round one, ready, fight, fight. <laughs> uh, you know those those Twitter fingers didn't turn into trigger fingers or anything uh, like that. So not, not yet. I mean, well, let's let's. They stopped tweeting, so we got. Yeah, yeah, we ought to be okay. But it seems like it's just Twitter fingers. Yeah. At this point, uh, of course, ladies and gentlemen, got BJ's best. What's on Drew's mind? And we're playing that good old-fashioned game of with it or quit it. And. The moment that guy over there, BJ, says we're ready to go, then we'll get this thing started. One last time in 2022, Drew, I am ready. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's get it. All right. So we're going to start off with that Luca magic, BJ. Unfortunately, and hopefully I get to double back and see it at some point i did not get to watch the game i know i'm a terrible mass fan but i wore his t-shirt jersey the next day so i was like i'm repping but luka Doncic, he did something that will chamberlain hadn't even done before Michael Jordan MJ. never did this. LeBron no MJ, James never no did LeBron, this. No LeBron. No Harden. No Oscar Robertson. Not even Dirk. The great Dirk did this I, in Mavericks Dirk wasn't franchise even history. Close. Not even no. Nobody had done this in Mavs history. Nobody had even done it in NBA history. Drew, this Ever. is absurd. He got sixty points, twenty-one rebounds, and ten assists in a triple double to rally. Yeah. The Dallas Mavericks back from a stunning forced overtime win over the New York Knicks. Drew, they were down by like nine points with 30 seconds to go. And teams that were leading by nine points with 30 seconds to go, I think were like 13,000 something and oh, like it had not been done in the past 15 20 years or something i can't exactly remember what the stat was but this was the first instance that it happened at least probably going back 25 seasons i know you got heart palpitations over there if you're a mass fan just i've got a clip here i've got a clip here drew i mean you said you didn't get to watch it i i didn't get to watch the game in its entirety but just keeping along and, and watching the twitter feed when this was going on I mean, just listen to how this crowd sounds when Luca makes the 
uh, you know, helps the Mavericks make this comeback. You, you make him go back right. I don't think it's as easy. Nice play there. Shoot. Bullock for three on the money. Love it. Love it. He's a tremendous talent that just has found a comfortable spot for his skill set. Rose just turned it over in the corner. They have corrected that on the uh, official stat sheet here. It is a basket for Powell, not for Luca. I was going to tell you that, but I figured <laughs> you would know that. Now that's a basket for Luca. It is. Tonight saw the Clippers erase a 14-point deficit with just over three minutes to go against and Detroit. And one overtime, and here's a chance to cut a third of the lead down for the Knicks with a three-point play if Luca finishes it off. They have the longest road winning streak of any team in the NBA this year at six. And if they finish this off at seven, Luca, that'll give him 45 points in the game. Here is Luca giving the ball up to Hardaway. Luca with the rebound, puts it in, and it's a foul. With 15 seconds, he's got a chance for his 50th point of the game and a chance to make it a three-point game. Nothing shocks me about this game. And that drew rim. It's still loose. Luca got it back. Man, stranger man. things may have happened, but <laughs> that was pretty strange, Drew. Oh man, you see how excited he was? That's the funniest. That was yeah. so funny when I saw you, it. You he get was, the you get kid. the chills almost like you were there, even though you weren't, because Dude. of how the crowd reacts. Like man, it's big time. AAC mm. never disappoints. Never disappoints. Absolutely. Yeah, and I got to experience the conference finals and you know the playoff run and that atmosphere through last year. So yeah. and in the Mother's Day game. Mm-hmm. But nothing quite sounded like that, I wouldn't think, just because of how, how, how just sheer absurd that was. Oh, it was crazy. Same type of game. Same type of game. Yeah. And this is not just, I mean, yes, he, what he did on Tuesday was phenomenal and never been done in NBA history. But this is part of what's really kept a Mavericks winning streak going. You go back and, and that third quarter he had on Sunday, Christmas Day against the Lakers. I mean, you t- talk about turning around a, a deficit, big deficit, and you know putting up 51 points in that third quarter and really turning the tide in that game. And a large part of that was because of Luka Doncic. This is just, you know, it, you, you, we, we're going to talk more about this later on, but I don't necessarily think that it's a soul, like set in stone. We're going to see a three P there's a really good chance of it. And obviously we'll, we'll talk more about that, but there's a reason why Luka Doncic came into this season as a preseason favorite for MVP. And when he's doing things like that, it's tough to pick against him. Yeah. He tied most points in a triple double with Harden who did it in 18 back when he was cooking. So man, mm-hmm. That's just crazy historic stuff what he was doing. I saw the I got the notification. I was like, he did what? <laughs> and we did what? Yeah. I mean, just imagine we were we were kind of keeping up uh with it on Twitter and, and yeah. I was like I was I was kind of watching the scroll the score scroll and everything like that and waiting for video clips to pop in and I was like, Well, it's not necessarily over yet. It's a one point game and you know they're they're gonna whether they make both these free throws or not they're gonna have a shot and then Luca gets fouled it's like well you know crazy things have happened but this may be too bit of a too tricky uh, and then all of a sudden I see you know 
115, 115 end of regulation. I'm like, like, <laughs> you know, get the, get the uh, Kevin McAllister home alone face. <laughs> it's just yeah. like, how did that happen? And uh, Luca, the seventh player in NBA history to score at least 50 points in a triple-double. He scored or assisted on 85 of the Mavericks' 126 points. That's the most he generated in any game of his career, according to the Elias Sports Bureau. And yeah. check out this quote from uh, Quentin Grimes. He said, I promise I was trying for sure, said the Knicks guard, uh, the primary defender on uh, Doncic. I mean, I'm trying to get over every pick and roll. He's in almost every action. It was a lot on me trying to get over every pick and roll with him. He's crafty with the ball. Without the ball, I have to know where he is at all times on the court. He's one of the top three players in the league for a reason. I have to tip my hat. Absolutely. Man. I mean, you know, this was kind of we were I don't and we didn't get a chance to talk about this. This was supposed to be the Jalen Brunson return game to yeah, Dallas. Play. And yeah, he was out with the hip injury. So, you know, a lot of kind of national attention for this game kind of died down when, when Brunson was uh, ruled out for the game. But Luca made sure they, they, they were talking about the game yet again for for very different reason. Um, you know, it's, it's just, you know, what more can you say about Luka Doncic, how phenomenal of an athlete he's been. And I, I don't know if you saw this, Drew. He said after postgame that, uh, he needed a recovery beer. He was yep. tired. Yep. And, and then Michelob Ultra. Michelob like Ultra so many cases, cases to yeah. him. That's that's unbelievable. That's awesome, lock, though. Lock in that deal now. Yeah. There, there you right. go. There's that's your smart of him. Like, oh, you need beer? Got you. Ship it to we him. Ship it. There you go. Like, guys, Luca Dodger said he needs beer. I need 50 cases sent to his house right now. Get his address. Yeah. I need it pronto. First class, whatever you got to do. Shipping pronto. Take. I'll take it there myself. Yeah. It's probably, I mean, there's probably something worked in that Cuban could, could get that kind of, you know, uh, sent over to him or something like that. Cause I think that's a, a big thing that they have at the AAC, if I'm not mistaken, is, is oh, the, a big sponsor, sponsorship with Michelob. So there's a lot of, you know, distribution uh, areas in the um, greater Metroplex area that have, you know, Budweiser and Michelob and, and things like that. So. That probably wasn't too big of a of an ask for for Luka Doncic to get some recovery beer. <laughs> Luke, uh, I mean uh, BJ, what would you have rather been in the building for? One winning game from or the the lone, uh, well, let's say one of the winning playoff games from the conference semifinals, or that game, Luka's sixty points. What would you rather be in the building for? I think I would have rather been in the building for the Luca 60 21 10. I, I really do think, you know, and I know you've, you've already kind of, you know, put your stamp on this, uh, this take. I saw this on Twitter from you. Um, you know, this is, this is up there in terms of with Kobe Bryant's 81 point performance. I yeah. think this is going to be remembered. Obviously this is the Mavs franchise record for points in a game with good reason why this game is going to be remembered. Um, you know, just like that game for Kobe was scoring 81, it was a close game and, and you really needed every single bit of, you know, what Kobe did, what Luca did on Tuesday night in order for the team to, to come out with a victory. It took an, an overtime even. Um, so I, I think I would have rather been in the building for that. Obviously nothing, you know, nothing usually would beat a playoff victory at home. Uh, but I, I think that that if you're going to go to, you know, kind of like any regular season basketball game, man, that was the the one to get to go to. Man, that was 
It is crazy for sure. That's that's big time stuff from from Luca there, and he did it so very efficiently too. I mean, yeah, crazy. just just phenomenal. I mean, what we've we've talked about him now for you know every season that we've we've been doing this show, and and even longer ever since he got drafted around uh, the Metroplex, and and yet he continues to still do things that boggle your mind. As a Mavericks fan, you, you didn't think it was humanly possible, yet yet he goes and wills himself and wills the team to victory in a game they had no business really re- winning that game. No business other than Luka being Luka. 67.7% from the field. Man. Crazy. Big time crazy, player. Crazy but stuff. even crazier stuff, BJ, maybe it's not crazier, but it's a little crazy in Pretty general. Crazy. Perkins mm-hmm. versus Ibaka. I'm like, yeah. no, they didn't fist fight. I mean, that'd be good. I mean, I think Ibaka would win, maybe. Because I think he's in better shape. He's probably got those hands. I don't know. Yeah. We'll see. I don't know. Maybe we will see. Maybe we won't. I mean, they're both big guys. They're both hey, big guys. I think they could very easily. You know. Athletes and former athletes have been getting in the ring a lot lately. So, yeah. I mean, you yeah. never know if these guys it's... are going to duke it out. It's a very, very reasonable question to ask. Maybe a charity match to raise some money. That might be worth the price of admission. Yeah. And if anybody doesn't know, there was, you know, Kendrick Perkins, I believe, is on first take, right, BJ? Yeah. I don't watch first take anymore, but I think I'm pretty sure that's where he was at. Um, Kendrick Perkins, is, uh, he's on there on the show, and he uh, made a suggestion, or he made what he would say as a joke about uh, Ibaka. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't know what day this was on the show. Hold on. Monday's December 26th edition. Yes. I take that back right there. Yeah. Uh, Perkins discussed OKC's 2012 t- trip to the NBA finals, despite being a young team after rattling off Kevin Durant, Russell Westbrook, and James Harden. James Harden's ages, he brought up Ibaka. Said, quote, Serge Ibaka is 21, although he was probably 30 at the time because we already know how certain individuals lie about their age, but we're not going to get into oh, that. Oh, jeez. And All right, now, come on. The- Ibaka caught instant wind of that and said, hey, Kendrick Perkins, I count my blessings every day and don't usually react to comments about me, but it's disappointing to hear someone I shared a locker room with spreading misinformation to be relevant and get views on TV and social media. He also said, you can talk about my game if I don't play well. I will never have a problem with that, but to talk extra for no reason is is really not acceptable is disrespectful to me. And I feel like it is disrespectful to many Africans who have to live with that unfounded accusation. If I was 30 in OKC, I guess I'm 45. Now the truth is I never lied about my age and I work extremely hard every day without cheating and have never been suspended. Everyone in the league knows that you cheated and didn't respect the game. Perkins later, I think it's 20 minutes later, got a a response out said, did you say spreading lies? Serge Ibaka, please don't get me started, homie. Please don't. I'm not about to talk about those OKC days and what you were doing in that locker room. I will not, but you definitely need to stop because you know I know. Carry on. His patented carry on. Wow. And that's that whole explosion over Twitter that went down. It's just, it was everywhere. I don't know if the tweets yeah. have been deleted yet or not. You know, sometimes tweets get deleted when athletes will fire something off on no, here. No, I, I especially still a see, whole sabbatical like that. It's yeah, still out I still there. see, I still see the whole thread, Drew, yeah, and so it's still uh, out there. Kendrick Perkins before he even tweeted something out on his main feed responded to Serge Ibaka directly and says, "Bro, it was a damn joke. Stop being so damn serious." Or yeah. sorry, 
sensitive is what he said. And, and I mean, yeah, that I think you, when you said that first comment, I could 100% tell that was a joke. Um, you know, I, I get where Serge Ibaka's frustrations are, you know, nobody, you know, necessarily likes to be the source of a joke, but you know, he's not saying that you lied about your age or anything like that. He's just poking fun just because it has been done in the past. I think, I think that's, that's at least what I got. And maybe I'm wrong. Maybe you feel differently about it, Drew, but it seemed pretty evident to me that it was a, a joke that Abaka took a little too extreme. I believe that Perk intended it to be a joke, but I don't think he realized it, nor did I probably entirely about, you know, the, um, the stigmatism against, you know, Africans lying about age. Yeah. Yeah. About, you know, about their age and saying they look older than they do, uh, than what they put down on there. Um, whatever, you know, so that's where I guess he wasn't savvy to that. And, you know, the history of that and making that joke, yeah. you know, just with, on national TV was just ill-advised in that situation. Yeah. So yeah. Um, I, I kind of I see where Perkins was trying to come from, but, you know, maybe not doing it on that platform. I don't know. But I mean, it, it to me, it's a, there's a difference between like being 12 and looking like you're over the age of 18 as opposed to being 21 and, and looking very mature for your age and saying I, like 30. Cause, I, Cause I've definitely been part of like, you know, the, you look older than you do joke before. I mean, like when oh, I was yeah. 14, people thought I was 17 and stuff, you know, but you know, I, um, you know, I'm not in the same boat that Serge is. Yeah. And from where he comes from specifically, um, and, and to have any, true knowledge about you know that stigmatism until he he brought it up and i was just like oh well dang yeah um you know maybe perkins should have taken that the same way and been like i didn't know about that part and he could maybe still say the things that he was saying but i think you know perkins perkins if he hasn't already back on national tv you know maybe acknowledge that he didn't know about that stigmatism towards africans you know being suggested that they're older than they actually look um and you know, apologize for it. Yeah, and to and maybe that would smooth things a bit over. He could call him or something, and and do the dang thing since they were in the finals together ten years ago. They got history there. He's got to have his number. So I mean, it doesn't have yeah. to be an apologize on Twitter. I mean, just call your brother and let him know. But like, hey, my bad. I meant this as a joke. You know, trying to be ha ha funny. Didn't know about you know what you were talking about here. So my bad, yeah. man. But and and to. Perkins's credit before he even uh, sent out the tweet about spreading lies, because I think this was, you know, this was what he sent out first. He, he quoted the tweet from Serge Ibaka and said, Hey, at Serge Ibaka, my bad homie, if I offended you, it was a joke. My bad. If it made you feel some type of way, my apologies, my brother. And that was before anything with the spreading lies or, or the, you know, what, what we did or what you did in the locker room or anything like that. So um, I don't know if they if they've had a chance to, you know, get on the phone and, and kind of hash it out between the two of them or anything like that. But uh, I mean, going back to what we were talking about, even for me, you know, I before I grew out my beard, I, I kind of experienced it this way where, you know, I was either told I looked older with the beard than I actually am or I look younger without the beard mm-hmm. than I actually am. So it, it's you know, I don't think it's necessarily trying to be 
you know, negative. I understand the differences, you know, obviously I'm not African or anything like that. I can't speak to that experience. Um, but it is something that happens in, you know, greater portion of society. If you don't know, and you're just kind of speculating based on appearance, I mean, it's unfortunate. That's about the only real context clues that, you know, people have with, with strangers at times though. So. Yeah. And I didn't actually see that, that apology tweet mm -hmm. when he put that out. I mean, it's what I'm looking at. It's here and it's here in text, but I never saw the tweet. That's I think that might be the one that I missed out of all the, the string of tweets. Sent, sent that yeah, just before four Eastern on Monday afternoon. And then at four Oh nine Eastern was the, did you say spreading lies tweet? Also, it's like nine so, minutes later. Okay. Yeah. So it's, it's it, there's it. about a span of like 20 minutes where, yeah. Perkins quotes the tweet and says, I'm sorry if I offended you. It was just a joke. And then Serge sends his next tweet. And in that span before Kendrick Perkins catches wind of it and says, you know, you don't want me necessarily saying what went on in that locker room. Yeah. Anything like that, which I'm intrigued because I kind of want to know now. I, I, wanna, yeah. the tea, I want the tea. tea to be spilled. <laughs> the tea. We need the tea. Please. But I mean, that's, that's that OKC team was the one that knocked the, the Mavs out. And, uh, mm -hmm. you know, I, I'd kind of like to know if there was something going on that, you know, shouldn't have been, perhaps. Uh, oh, I'm sure we'll get some stuff later on for some from the whole team. Maybe we'll get a, a, a 30 a for doc. 30 or something like that. Yeah, a little doc from yeah. them, the team that never was, all those young MVPs. They've got to make something later. Like, once yeah. these careers are winding down for these guys, like, sit down and reminisce about, oh, 10 years ago, oh, 15 years ago. Maybe that's what they were doing this yeah. year. They're like, perhaps, what do you think about yeah. 10 years ago? But uh, but yeah, that's uh, we'll see if anything uh, anything further comes of that. But anyway, ladies and I'm, gentlemen, I'm sure there won't be. But I've been wrong for uh, BJ's best. Well, thank you, Drew. So <laughs> I preface this by saying I'd love to have the video uh, context so that I can uh, show it as opposed to trying to describe it. But I caught this caught my attention on TikTok. Believe it or not, Drew, you know, TikTok. I I I've resisted for a long time, uh, but I uh, unfortunately I guess I've gotten with the times. And you and uh, yeah, and I so I've seen. I spend over like an hour every time I get on that thing because I have such yeah, a good it, algorithm at this you, point. <laughs> yeah, you you lose like track of time because it's just like you watch one video and it's like okay that was funny, and then you watch another, and before you know it, it's like. Wait, is it already time to go to bed? Right. <laughs> so, mm -hmm. but this one caught my eye, and it's for a good reason. I thought, you know, this one would be a fantastic way to close out the year of 2022. Um, it's a, uh, it's gonna probably, you know, get pull at your, pull at your heartstrings just a little bit. So, okay. uh, this is a user at Wit by Ram, W H I T B Y R A M. And what caught my eye first was the um, they had a viral video um, that uh, was this man and his dad, and it, it's gotten almost 16 million views to this point, Drew. 16 million. Uh, mm -hmm. This 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 man and his dad. The dad is in a wheelchair and has a, a a breathing tube in his nose, and and they're talking because the um, the father has had. I believe he had a stroke and and so they're they're kind of you know talking and and this is it's sad because this is a 
uh, whatever, I think this was a, a cancer diagnosis too or something. Uh, I'm trying to remember exactly. So what happened was the, the son had surprised his dad with tickets to a Cowboys game. The dad is a huge Cowboys fan. And they were going to go see a game together one year as, as pre- or present. And then the dad had a stroke and they weren't able to go. Mm. Um, and then, so that was what the, the pre-story was. Um, earlier this year, when this video was taken, I think it was back in August, um, the father had been told that he didn't have too much time left as a result of, of I think, like I said, I think he'd been diagnosed with, with cancer and, and was in, is in, pretty rough shape um and it starts off and, and i can pl- probably play a little bit of the audio of this but um the um the dad is is pretty pretty much knowing what's what's about to happen and, and is at peace with it that he's he's about to to leave this earth and um and so it's just it's a it's a one that makes you tear up because you know the the son has so much love for his dad and, and you can see it and, and just, you know, I'm not ready. And, and the father says I am or something like that. And, and just says, it's, it's going to be all right. Um, and, and there's something in there. The line is, I get, I don't think we're going to be able to see a Cowboys game this year after all. So that it just breaks your heart. The dad died uh, earlier in, in 2022. And what that leads into is the son is being given tickets for for he and his wife to go to tonight's game in in nashville they live uh actually over in tennessee and so they're going to the cowboys titans game that was the the christmas present but hey. the the video was posted before christmas and before the the uh, the husband had had a chance to unwrap the gift and so it was like kind of keep this a secret don't don't say anything to my husband he doesn't know he'll be finding out last friday which was the 23rd um, you know, a couple of days before Christmas that they were going to go to the game. And what the wife did was have videos recorded, sent to uh, her and, and her husband to kind of, you know, spread the news that, that, that uh, he was going to get to go to the Cowboys game in honor mm-hmm. of his dad. And it just, you know, it, it, it really, they got so many reviews, so many responses and video uh, videos sent in. And even Dak Prescott, I think, sent a video uh, to them about uh, the story. And just, I you know, can. obviously it's, it's, it's going to be emotional to, to try to go through that again. Oh, yeah. But, you know, the just humanity rising above and, and being able to do something nice for somebody that, you know, we, we don't know from Adam, Drew, you and I, but right. he and his dad, Cowboys fans and you know, and, and they are, you know, his dad is going to be with him in spirit for sure tonight. He's going to be game. at the game. Yeah. So, so that was BJ's best. Very emotional. Obviously, it was tough to even try to just remember enough of watching that video. And I know I couldn't have gone through it again without a tear coming to my eye. So put away those onions, guys. Put them away. <laughs> excellent. Excellent, BJ. I appreciate your, your BJ's best. Today. Thank you. I've enjoyed this segment since we introduced it. Uh, Heck yeah! Year, so there you go. Take full advantage all the time. Absolutely. Um, just like you guys need to do with the NBA season as it continues to heat up and melt. The 
away those cold days that we had. There are still so many unknown games to decide on, like whatever's going on tonight. BJ, there's some games going on, and everybody needs to get in on the action. What I'm looking to get in on the action, I bet with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA, new customers can bet just $5 pregame money line on any NBA team to win their game and get $150 in free bets if they do it. Yeah, that's right, Drew. And check this out. Right now, everyone can earn up to a 100% boost with DraftKings stepped-up same-game parlays. So, you know, everybody's talking about what Luka did. You and I both talked about what Luka did on Tuesday night. Well, Mavericks are back at home Thursday night to take on the Houston Rockets. And, you know, they, they went and, and won in Houston just about a week or so ago. Uh, and Luca in that game, if I'm not mistaken, Drew, had a pretty big outing. He uh, went for 50 points against the Rockets the last time they played. So it's it's been just, you know, a 50-pointer on Friday, 60 points Tuesday, you know, 50 points and eight rebounds in Tennessee. Just missing out on a 50-point triple-double on Friday night. He topped that on Tuesday night. But uh, either way, you know, if you think the Mavericks are going to be able to be victorious yet again, why don't you put your money where your mouth is? Also going on in store for Friday's games, you've got the Lakers in Atlanta to take on the Hawks. I like Atlanta in that game, especially as the Lakers continue to have a little bit of some struggles without Anthony Davis. Also on tap is the Golden State Warriors hosting the Portland Trailblazers. Golden State still doing pretty well at home. I've been Excellent. surprised. They, at home, about 15 yeah. and 2, I think. Yeah, something like that. It's been absurd, and I think they'll get it done yet again. I've got Golden State winning at home in front of the home crowd on Friday night to make it 16 and two home record as they go into 2023, hoping to get a game above 500. Well, if you want to follow my betting trends, here's what you do. You go to the DraftKings Sportsbook app, place a same game parlay, combine multiple bets, like which team's going to win the ones I told you total number of rebounds, much, much more is available for you to add to your same game parlay. And the more legs you add, the bigger the boost and the bigger your shot to win big. Download the app now. Sign up with code TBPN. Place a $5 pregame money line bet on any NBA team to win their game and get $150 in free bets if they do. That's code TBPN only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. All right, Drew. Well, before we get wrapped back into that NBA action, Drew, it's time to find out one last time in 2022, what is on Drew's mind? Well, well, well. What's on Drew's mind today, BJ, is just 2022. The best moments of 2022. Okay. All right. In sports. Oh, okay. There's been a lot of good ones, man. Yeah, and I know it's some that we probably forget even happened this year because they happen all the way back in the way earlier back in months. January, yeah. Here's a crazy one, uh, BJ. You probably won't think this has happened just this year, but over and out, claiming an ankle injury, Tampa Bay Bucks wide receiver Antonio Brown refused to re-enter a road game against the New York Jets. That's right. That was after rem- New Year. <laughs> instead, removed his jersey and exited the field. Wow, I forgot January that January second. I, I forgot that was right at the start of the year. I thought that was late last year. It was. It was late last football season, but happened in the calendar year of 2022. And the following yeah. day, 
Big Ben's goodbye. Big Ben left the only home field he ever knew and the only thing he ever cared about, a Steelers victory, 26-14 over the Browns, but only after circling Heinz Field to bask in the glory. Yeah, I do remember that it was Big Ben uh, retiring was this year. And then I'm sure you're going to mention it, but a very prominent retiring and then an unretiring happened this year. It was, that was crazy. Uh huh. And then January 10th, avenging its only loss of the season, Georgia over Alabama, 33, yeah. 18 to get their championship and walk on quarterback Stetson Bennett leading them to their championship. And they, they've got a very good chance to win yet another one. This is a scary team, Drew. I'm telling you. And then 11 days later, BJ, we're going to get into some women's basketball. This girl's already done some crazy stuff this year. And that's Caitlin Clark. She followed up 31-10-10 against Nebraska with 35-13-11 against Minnesota, becoming the first NCAA player, man or woman, with consecutive 30-point triple-doubles. Yeah, she is a phenomenal player. It's it's a, it's absurd to me that uh, Caitlin Clark doesn't get talked about more than she does. I know there's obviously there's a lot of talented players out there, you know, Aliyah Boston, uh, the uh, I'm, I'm forgetting her name, but uh, FUD on Connecticut, she went down Amazing. with an injury. Yeah. And also her teammate Paige Bickers. Uh, you know, there's, there's just not a whole lot of love for, for Caitlin Clark and she's been consistent year in year out the past couple of years for that Iowa team. And BJ, it's crazy. We're still in January, but January 22nd, in the most nail-biting NFL playoff weekend ever, the Bengals, 49ers, Rams, and Chiefs all won divisional round games on walk-off scores with a combined margin of victory of just 15 points. Yeah, I remember a, that very well, Drew. A, that a was pick, absurd. A pick by linebacker Logan Wilson with 20 seconds remaining setup rookie Evan McPherson for a 52-yarder for the Bengals to win over the Titans 19-16. 49ers returned a block punt for a score with four minutes and four seconds left, then forced a three and out that led to Robbie Gold's last second 45-yard kick to beat the Packers 13-10. Next day, Rams over Bucks 30-27 as Tampa Bay and TB12 scored 24 unanswered points before uh, Matt Gay played spoiler with a 30-yard field goal as time expired. And then last but not least, Chiefs over Bills 42-36, tied after a combined 25 points scored in the final two minutes. The Chiefs clinched an OT uh, win when Pat Mahomes found Travis Kelsey on an eight-yard touchdown pass. Yeah, that was the best weekend of football we may ever see in our lifetimes. It's not going to happen again. Uh, You know, what's (laughs) funny is I've forgotten that, you know, my mom had added some classes to her master's degree. That was this year. She finished it up back in, in like, early the, the spring semester. And I remember I didn't get to watch football that weekend because I was helping her with her research and for her one of her assignments or something. And that's like that weekend, that weekend of all weekends. Yeah, <laughs> but it's all good. I mean, I know she needed it and she appreciated that. So in January 25th, Big Papi David Ortiz, first designated hitter that's uh, ever been voted into the Baseball Hall of Fame on the first ballot, first full time. DH. Absolutely deserving of it too, Drew. Mm-hmm. And, and we're then, still in January. Yep. And we're about to get out of it though, but this is the last one. 
January 30th, major surprise. Everyone assumed Rafael Nadal would break the record for Grand Slam titles at the French Open. The side of 14 of his 20, 20 triumphs instead, he won number 21 in Australia. Then, of course, netted 22 in Paris five months later. Yeah, Rafa is a great tennis player, one of the best to ever do it. Let's see. We're not going to do all those twos. Let's see. Go down and sports. Let's get something crazy. Okay, some Winter Olympic stuff right here. Winter Olympics in Beijing, China, uh, created unforgettable memories for athletes competing in their first games and their final games were making comebacks after previous disappointments. After placing a disappointing fifth in the 2018 Winter Games, U.S. figure skater Nathan Chen set an Olympic short program record 113.97 points and landed five quad jumps in the long program to win a Beijing goal. Yeah, I, I forgot. I know I shouldn't have because it's a, you know, it's an even numbered year, but it's been so long. I forgot that the Winter Olympics happened, like completely forgot about them. Didn't really get to watch a whole lot of them and, and just kind of completely forgot they were on. All right. After this, I'm going to try and stick to basketball. Okay. February 13th, Matthew Stafford threw Cooper Cup of four. Uh, fourth quarter, uh, fourth quarter back shoulder pass to lift the Rams over the Bengals in Super Bowl, whatever that one was. Then made another perfect toss uh, to one of his four daughters at confetti carpeted SoFi Stadium. They won 23-20 over the Bengals. Super Bowl champs. Yeah. Okay, now basketball stuff. All right, King of Three, Steph Curry. On February 20th, was hot out of the box at the All-Star Game, draining his first three over Trey Young on his way to making 16 threes, scoring a nice round 50 points and winning the inaugural Kobe Bryant MVP award. That was a phenomenal performance from Steph Curry. I, I do remember that. That was I know we talked about that. I'm sure we talked about that in an episode. For sure. Let's keep going down here in basketball. Good luck topping pop. With win number 1,336, San Antonio Spurs coach Greg Popovich broke the NBA record held by Don Nelson, his one-time boss at Golden State. In 26 years, Pop has won five titles and three Coach of the Year honors. This was on March 11th. Feels like he should have won Coach of the Year more than three times. Right? It's crazy. And then on March 13th, triple 10,000 tuple, as this thing says. That's weird. On Carmelo Anthony's three, LeBron James became the first NBA player with 10,000 career points, rebounds, and assists. The only player to come close, Jason Kidd, who fell 1,275 rebounds shy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I didn't know that Kidd was the only other one that had come the closest to that. I bet Westbrook will get it. Westbrook is is probably next closest. I mean, depending upon health and and everything like that, Luka Luka might be the the next one up to, to get in there. Obviously, got to play a long time. In the madness, BJ March 25th, patron Saints of Defense, the MAC champ St. Peter's 16 11 in the regular season squeaked into the NCAA tournament, then used its frenzied defense and deep rotation to upset second seeded Kentucky, seven seed Murray State, and three seed Purdue to become the Elite Eight's first 15 seed. I do remember the peacocks because you got to let them fly, man. They were uh, mm-hmm. they were all the buzz in uh, in the basketball tournament. They nearly became the first team seated at fifteen to get to the final four. And this is going to be an extended uh, what's on Drew's mind because we got some stuff. April second, farewell, Coach K. The numbers are staggering: forty-seven seasons, twelve hundred two wins, five national titles, seventy-five NBA players. Coach K's retirement after losing in the Final Four 
to North Carolina back on April 2nd. Yeah. It's crazy. It was this year, but it feels like it was so long ago. And then the next day, Don Staley got his South Carolina to its second national title in five seasons, keeping our undefeated coaching record in NCAA title games intact and handing Coach Ariama his first national championship loss in 12 games. Yeah, just phenomenal. Good for Don Staley and good for that South Carolina team. And then the next game. A tale of two halves. Kansas, down 15 at halftime, launched the largest comeback in NCAA Finals history, outscoring UNC 31-10. to To start the second half, the 72-69 win handed Kansas its fourth national title and first since 2008. Wow. Crazy. That was a crazy stuff. game. Just into April. And next, we got some cool stuff here. April 14th, stepping into the box, taking over for an ejected first base coach. The Giants' Alyssa Nakin became the MLB's first woman uh, on-field coach in 2020. The former Giants intern made history as the first woman to coach full-time in the bigs. Had to had to mention that. Anyway. Absolutely, yeah. Now back to basketball. Where's that at? Into May. PJ. Okay. Oh, goodness. There was a poster over Luca. I'm not going to talk about that. Yikes. It had Wiggins over Luca. That was, I don't want to, no. I don't want to relive that. That's not. Uh, uh, let's see if I can write something else. Warriors win another championship. Championship number four, June 16th. Over the Celtics, 103 to 90 in six games. Oh, I said football. Why'd I do that? All right. It's taking too long to get all the way through, BJ. That, I don't know if you can a, hold out for me. Yeah, I was going to say, that's, that's been an awesome blast from the past. Just all the stuff that's happened this year alone is insane. I'm going to try and make it. All right. August 7th, Sue Bird retired from the WNBA in the – Final regular season home game of her 21-year career with the Seattle Storm. Sue Bird was preparing to inbound the ball when a young admirer offered her a flower and expressed the appreciation of fans everywhere. Super cool. I do remember that. Sue Bird, a GOAT, four-time champ. Uh, More basketball. Into September. Oh, yeah, and got to mention this one. It's not basketball, but Serena retired back Mm -hmm. in uh, September or the end of August. The goat of tennis. Yeah, I was really hoping that she would get past. Um, I think it's uh, not Billie Jean King, but Margaret Court. I think has the most titles, but it feels like it should be something that Serena has. If she's not up there tied, I think she's right around that. September eighteenth, Las Las Vegas Aces win in Game Five over the Connecticut Sun, seventy-eight seventy-one, and Becky Hammond in her inaugural season wins Coach of the Year and the WNBA championship. Well-deserved. Well-deserved for sure. All right, into October. We'll see if we got any basketball things to round it out, BJ. Uh, Celtics honored Bill Russell with a patch after his passing back on October 18th and retired his jersey. Bill Russell had 11 NBA titles, 5 MVP awards, and was a leading advocate for social justice. Mm-hmm. More basketball. November here. Uh-oh. 
Oh, no, they got random stuff in here. Crossovers. We don't need that. That's not cool enough. Astros win again. Nobody cares. Anything else in the basketball world, BJ, that comes to mind before I make it through? World Cup final. Messi gets a World Cup. How about uh, Lucas 60-21-10? I don't know if they put that in there, but they yeah. should. Luka 61 and uh, oh Ovechkin uh second oh, yeah. leading goal scorer all time in NHL history uh mm -hmm. has a chance to become the all-time leader but he's not to keep playing he's for He's still bit. quite a bit of ways away from uh Gretzky I'm pretty sure. Yeah. It's I think it's doable though and he he'd do it in so many less games. Yeah. Well, I don't know about so many by the time he gets there but yeah. he'd probably do it in less games. But that's it. That's not the year just that, in but Albert Pujols, 700 career home runs, 62 home runs for Judge, a new American League record uh, in go. baseball. Those were pretty, pretty significant for for baseball at least too. So, and that PJ is what's on your spot. Awesome, man! Great look back at 2022. Cheers to a year full of lots of great moments in sports and. You know, if 2023 is as crazy as 2022 has been with, with some of the uh, the sports that we've gotten and some of the sporting moments, Man. we might have a, we might have some more gray hairs on our heads. <laughs> <laughs> Are you trying to allude to the fact that I have some gray hairs? On I'm I'm talking about myself. There's a reason why I'm wearing this white hat. It, it hides the white hairs in my okay. <laughs> my head. Okay. Oh man. Uh, anyway, Drew, thank you so much for taking us back to look at. 2022 get back into basketball exclusively here mm. in the lowdown and drew we're going to talk about nikola Jokic and you know what he's been able to do this year drew really feels like he does have a i mean he's got a fantastic argument to be up there and in in consideration for a third straight mvp award and that is something Drew, you have to go back quite a bit of ways if, if it's uh you know going back as far as I think you have to go back to find the last three peat MVP in the BJ, NBA. Here's what's gonna happen. Jokic is gonna get LeBron. He's gonna get swindled out of his third consecutive MVP mm -hmm. for a nice fresh young star to get his first. Luka Doncic? Or Jason Tatum. I like that. I mean, because I mean, when Braun in 2011, why didn't Braun get that one? LeBron should have five-peated his MVPs and like had a ridiculous record that nobody would have been able to touch. Yeah. But he gave they gave it to Rose, and mm. now like so many people in the league are averaging Derrick Rose numbers at this point. Like yeah. even rinky-dink people who aren't all stars are averaging Derrick Rose numbers. And in that season, LeBron's still arguably at that. I mean, we're not going to LeBron versus. <laughs> that's a Patriots. that's another debate for another time. But I mean, what are the what is the likelihood if Giannis didn't get three straight? I don't know that they're going to let Jokic get three straight. I think the voting's going to be as weird as it's ever been when it comes down to it. Every little polling straw so far has not had Jokic. I don't even think in the top three. It's been like Giannis, Luka, Tatum, and then Jokic down there maybe i haven't seen the latest one and maybe he's up there now but Here, at, here's, first they, here's... at first they weren't giving him the votes to do it but i doubt Giannis is at the top of things now with the way the bucks are playing so as of as of like december a... go ahead oh i was gonna say as of december 23rd the most recent edition 23rd. of the kia mvp ladder so last friday 
Giannis comes in at number one. He was number two uh-huh. the week before. And Nikola Jokic was at number two. He was oh, at number Jokic three the week before. So, who's so they, they flipped around the top three. It was Tatum, then Antetokounmpo and Jokic. Now it's Antetokounmpo, Jokic, and Tatum at yeah. one, two, three. Kevin Durant up from five to four. And John Morant falls from four to five. With Zion Williamson at six. Luca should, I would expect, jump up, up tomorrow, considerably yeah. because he was he was tied for seventh with Joel Embiid last week. I, I could see both of them wow. taking the, a jump up and, and maybe John Morant takes a, a step down. Uh, I'm not sure who else you would move around, but that's uh, that's where it was as of last Friday. It'll be an interesting to see where things have moved around this coming Friday. Or this yeah. Week. So, I don't know. Jokic, I mean, he's doing everything that deserves a third straight MVP, but I just feel like he's going to get swindled out of it some way, shape, form, or fashion. I feel like the Nuggets might have to be the de facto number one seed for them to be like, okay, we absolutely cannot deny him of this. It's a near triple-double. He's doing it three years in a row. His team is better than it's been in the past couple of years. He's won it. So, I mean, he's playing better. I mean, how can we deny this guy? They're the number one seed in the West. They have the most wins in the West. How do we deny this guy third straight MVP? Well, I mean, the only argument that that you can really make, you know, I saw something after um, Luca's performance with uh, Tuesday night, and I think Yonta Tecumpo, I didn't mean to say Yonta Tecumpo, it's Giannis (laughs) and or Onta Tecumpo, what Giannis did the uh, the next night, or maybe it was also that night, I can't remember. Uh, he had 45, 10, and 8, I think. And then he was the third player this season behind uh, Luka did it on Tuesday. And then Nikola Jokic also had a 45, 10, and 5, I think. Or maybe it's close to 10 assists. Um, you know, the only three players that have had 45 points, 10 boards, and 5 or more assists in a game. Uh, and they've all done it this season, which is the most that any season has had um, in, in NBA history, going back to the merger. So this is, you know, this is, these are the top three guys for a reason. What they're doing, you know, all in, in the same calendar year, it's really tough to make an argument. You know, it, it really could just come down to, you know, who's who's playing the best basketball at the end of the year, and, and that might be the what makes the difference. But right now it's, it is neck and neck and who plays the most games, Mm -hmm. you know, for the past couple of years, that's, that's been almost entirely what's kept Embiid away from an MVP. I mean, aside from Jokic playing incredible basketball, but if Embiid had played as many games, it would, it might've been harder. We might've seen the first co MVP in a, in a really long time or something, you know, and I don't think we're going to be floating into those, those, uh, uh, that realm this year, but, uh, I think we'll have a new MVP, unfortunately, for Jokic. And if I had to put money on it, BJ, at this point, if he keeps playing the way he is and doesn't miss games like he did last year, I think Luka Doncic is going to get that MVP award. And the Mavs will get their first MVP since 2006, right? Six? When he won it? Uh, yeah. yeah, when it, or 07, I think, maybe, when Dirk won it. One of those no, I think years. seven was, was Kobe. No, Garnett was one of those years. When was it? Goodness, I thought Garnett was 08. I'm trying to remember. All right, let me give you let me give you some numbers uh, because I want to see if, if who you would. Uh, 07, just, Dirk. You're right. Okay, that's what I thought. 
I thought it was I thought it was 07 because then the way that that season ended it so was 16 years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, so just under 32 points a game, over 11 rebounds and over five assists per game. It's it's tough not to make an argument for Giannis Antetokounmpo, but when you talk about what Jokic is doing, just a shade under 25 with 11 boards and nine assists per game, and he's got his you know he's got some of his guys back. He's not having to do it all on his own, and yet he's still putting up numbers like he has been the past couple of years. There's an argument to be made for Jokic. Tatum with 30, just shy of 31 points a game and eight boards and four assists is, is also a contender. Um, yeah, I mean, there's there's more contenders, it feels like, this year than we've had in a long time. So that could be the MVP. I put money on Luca right now. I like it. Well, I'd actually put money on three people. I put my, <laughs> I put certain amounts of money on one player and then more on another. I'd bet on Luca. I'd bet on Jokic. I like it. All right, good stuff. Good stuff. MVP talk mm-hmm. as well. And Drew, before we get uh, this episode, last one of the year, can't hold anything back now. Let's talk about the Minnesota Timberwolves. A lot of people, myself, I think you had some pretty high expectations for the T-Wolves as well with all the talent that they've got, especially young talent, making that trade to bring in Rudy Gobert and the Timberwolves are slumping, struggling. What What's the what's the dealio with that? And they are having all types of issues and are currently not even in the play-in, BJ. That is, mm. that is crazy. They spent all Just that insane. money on Gobert this year, and he's underperformed this year. Carl uh, Anthony Towns has been out for a little bit, and they just haven't been able to do anything with the rest of the crew that they've got. Yeah, And the Warriors have been able to materialize. They're at least at 500, you know, with their struggles. You know, their, their, their horrible road performances plus no Steph Curry right now. Yeah, And uh, Timberwolves are just two games ahead of the Lakers? Yeah. Whoa. A yeah. half game ahead of the Thunder? Yep. Wow. Yeah. Two yeah, games back Tim- on the Jazz? Whoa. Timberwolves are, yep. Yeah, Lost games back four straight the- now? Whoa. Mm-hmm. Three and seven in their last ten. Ooh, yeah, it's just not working out in many. Like no matter the shuffle of stars that comes through, it seemed to only work a couple of times. They made it to the playoffs, BJ. The one time with Jimmy Butler, and then last year, did they make it last year? Right? Yeah. Yeah, they were in the versus Grizz. They wanted to get into the play-in. Yeah. So I mean, two playoff appearances in the. Billions of shuffles of stars and players of the past four to five years since Carl Anthony Townsend Company showed up, um, and they just haven't been able to win games. Yeah, it, it's just you look at what uh, I mean. We can we can talk about all kinds of things with uh, you know with with teams and everything like that. You look at the just the net rating for Minnesota. They are seventeenth. They are yeah. a negative net rating at negative point five this year you know we can go and, and look at uh, you know some of the other stats and everything like that but it just you know I, I don't know what you can really point to they're fifth in terms of pacing you go and, and look at what the player estimate or sorry player impact estimate is and for minnesota they're 12 that's not bad they're right around with sacramento 50 and a half but for whatever reason drew and this may be part of the problem you look at their offensive rating 
they are 16th, so pretty much smack dab in the middle of the league at 112.2, just behind Golden State, just as it is in the standings. But defensively, Drew, this is uh, another team that's, you know, right in the middle. They're 16 in both, you know, offensive and defensive ratings at 112.7, which is actually the same defensive rating that the Dallas Mavericks have. What you're telling me is the Timberwolves are just high. Yeah, I mean they're they're not they're not terrible. They've got you know they're they're that's right. They're not terrible. Tenth of a point off from where the Phoenix Suns are. Tenth of a point from the Atlanta Hawks. Toronto Raptors have the same defensive rating. You're talking about a team that is you know less than a full point defensive rating off of where the Miami Heat and the Boston Celtics are. You know this is I, I just don't know what we can really say is the problem for Minnesota. I know it's it's not been necessarily the start they want, but they've got the talent. If they can just kind of mesh and, uh, and click, you'd think that they'd be able to figure it out. Are the Timberwolves a lock for the playoffs, BJ? No, I, I, there are no locked-in teams, really, I don't think at this point. I think that you can you know make an argument for certain teams that look better than uh, other teams, and, and you feel like they might have a good chance of being locked in. I think Denver and, and Memphis are looking pretty solid right now. L.A. Clippers and the Phoenix Suns, even with all that they withstood, Phoenix has the best point differential in the West uh, behind New Orleans, uh, tied with the Grizzlies there. Um, so they're, they're, they're looking pretty good. But other than that, I really don't think there's a team in the Western Conference that's locked into the playoffs. And there's still a lot that can happen, a lot that can change with you know potential injuries or whatnot. It's not looking right now like the Timberwolves are locked in for the playoffs, but it doesn't look like they're locked to miss the playoffs either. Right. And it's not like they can really do anything about it. I mean, they did all they could to bring Rudy here. They ain't got nothing else to shuffle around and bring in, I don't think. Yeah. Unless they want to hire bring in Melo and just pay some pay some money to get this guy off the street and have him score some more points, whatever. But he probably won't see the floor. But still Timberwolves, they just gotta figure it out. They've just been stumbling and bumbling every year after year, and now Gobert is scoring, and it's gone down a point and a half this year. I uh, just saw that it was like fifteen point six last year, thirteen point nine now. Um, now. I don't know how much longer Carl Anthony Towns is gonna be out, and why can't D'Lo Russell and Anthony Edwards man the ship yeah. with Gobert and make that thing work? You still got three stars. You can't get it done with three stars. You're eleventh yeah. in the West, and you got three stars. And the schedule, I mean, it, it doesn't necessarily get too much easier. You got yeah. Milwaukee the last next last game of the year on Friday night. And then you get Detroit at home on a back-to-back, but that's a home game. You've got Denver coming to town. You've got Portland coming to town and the L.A. Clippers. Those are, you know, no gimmies, but they're at least toss-up games. And then you get a couple of games in a row that you can win with Houston and Detroit. They are both road games, but you do get three days in between uh, both those games on the road. So you've got opportunity to get a couple there before Phoenix, Cleveland, and Utah come to town. You know, that's not necessarily – terrible stretch but right now you're looking at you know four games under 500 at this point if you don't you know beat milwaukee in in uh, in milwaukee and so i just i don't know it's it's gonna take you know we'll, we'll, when we get to the all-star break when we get to this you know midway point of the season we need to reevaluate and see like kind of what the strength of the schedule is going forward yeah and, and then that would be the time where if you're minnesota if you've got a really tough strength of schedule coming up 
that might be the time to panic. And, and you mentioned uh, you slid in something about the Pelicans, BJ. It's crazy. They're winning the way they are, and mm-hmm. Brandon Ingram's not even playing with them right now. Yeah, I know. Zion really has finally gotten back and, and looking like yeah, looking like he you know never left. He's he's been balling out the past couple of games. What do you think is more likely to happen? Short-term decision for Minnesota. They try to add another player or bring up somebody from their G League affiliate, or they fire their head coach and look for someone else. I think they're going to try to write this. I think they're going to try to write it out and and see, you know, okay, what can we do until we get Cat back? Um, I don't think that's necessarily something to give up on just yet. What if what um, if when you get Cat back, you keep losing? And it doesn't get much better, and you stay about where you are at the All Star break. They might need to consider. Are you change firing the point. coach? If I, you're I GM, are you firing? I wouldn't, but again, I mean, it's 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 not necessarily something that I have any control over. I think that this ship can get righted, and and maybe it just takes that All Star break, and you kind of get to relax and and you know kind of re refigure out your team and and get reacclimated, and hopefully everybody's healthy at that point. I think it's not lost necessarily, even if you, you get a couple losses at, right out of the gate and the All-Star break. Um, but they were going to want to figure something out and, and maybe make a move at the before the trade deadline. I think that's the most realistic possibility. Now, ask me again when we get to late March, early April, and then my decision might be different. They might be right. looking for a different head coach. We'll see what's going to go down in Minnesota. they got to figure it out, though. They sure do. But – it's time for some with it or quit it. That famous game, man. That famous game that has made it through another year on this show. A, a miraculous. Yeah. And uh, you'll get the honors of uh, the first with it or quit it in 2023. How about that? That's crazy. And I get the last one in 2022. That's How right. I don't that? even remember what we did last year. Who who was last and who went first or anything no, like I, that. I so. bet I could find it really quick. Do you want me to find out really quick? If you'd like to. I, I right, mean, we let's... can... We can look back back and and we'll see. I've got it right here. All right. Oh, wait. 21. A little too far. Okay. All right. So, the last last with it or quit it person for 2021. Oh, it was me, but you started the year. All right. So, it it cycles itself out. And so, you'd expect at the end of 2023 and going into 2024 that it would be. You finishing the year, mm-hmm. maybe me starting, or or both for you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. could be both. Yeah, now I gotta find my page I was at. Sorry, <laughs> no. I thought me. that was worth a, a look back and see because I couldn't remember. All right, all right, we're back. All right, now it's time for we did a quit. We did a quit. Number one, and you, BJ Laudermilk, already have in mind a New Year's resolution for 2023. With it or quit it. Yeah, it's funny. I was just talking about this the other day, so I'm absolutely with it. Uh, you know, we, we kind of talked about it back in the summer. I, I kind of got off of the, the habits that I was trying to make. I, I, I've kept some, but I'd like to get back into, you know, get, making, you know, this blob of mess and looking a little bit better. Because I don't know about you, Drew, but uh, 2023 marks big old number 10 since I graduated high school. And uh <laughs> So that's, Same. yeah, that's, uh, that's, that's kind of, you know, like, oh, crud, uh, something's got to be done. And, yeah. and so I'd like to kind of get back into that 
have it and and you know try to take some some weight off and, and keep it off this time so okay. I'm, I'm hopeful that i can get back into you know kind of not necessarily you know i'm not necessarily going to cut out everything that i love to eat just going to cut it try to cut it back and, and make some healthier eating habits as well there you go better bj absolutely all right number two this is a i like this one i have to read the Memphis Grizzlies, in the end, end up more like the 2002 Sacramento Kings as opposed to the Golden State Warriors of today. With it or quit it? Man, that's... Oh. That's probably Gosh. question of the year. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that is a... That is a uh... It's a thinker. That is a thinker. Jaw's not worried about the West. And then... That lost the other day. Hmm. Mm, yeah. What do we think about? You know, I mean, the not necessarily arrogance there, but um, you know, you gotta if you're gonna talk the talk, you better be prepared to walk the walk. Mm-hmm. I don't know necessarily if I think that they're going to end up like the O2 uh, Kings as opposed to the Warriors. I don't think that anybody uh, is really going to be like the Warriors for a long time to come. I think we've got more parity in the league that we're not likely i don't think in in the way that things are built up that we're going to see anybody go on the run of of championships that the warriors did for quite a while no. so I'm, I'm i guess i'm gonna have to say with it although i don't necessarily think that they're gonna necessarily be similar to the Kings. well when i say the war i mean not winning four championships but like not getting Being there. in that place like Warriors got there, Kings didn't mm. get there. That's basically yeah. kind of what the question is. Like yeah. not getting there like the Kings, who were always so close, or yeah. actually getting there and potentially winning like something the like the Warriors. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Then I guess I'll say with it. Okay. It's it's there's so much parity that you know they might make it an appearance or two, but I I mean that I feel like the it. clock is ticking on Memphis. Yeah. I think they've got this year and next year maximum to make the finals. Yeah, I think you're right. Because they'll have to start moving some players out at some yeah. point. Because people are going to want money. Triple J, Desmond Bain, and, yeah. and trying to keep Morant and, and company. So, mm-hmm. Number three. BJ, in 2022, you attended your first WNBA game. Mm-hmm. I just want to know if in 2023 you'll attend your second WNBA game. Can we confirm that you are either with it or quit it? I'm, I'm hoping to be with it, Drew. I got to okay. look and when the schedule, you know, we've got the schedule come out. I got to make sure that it's going to fit into my schedule, but I'm, I'm absolutely going to try to get back to another game this year or maybe even more than just the one. So I'm, I'm going to stay with it yet again. Okay. Oh, three straight with it. So how are we going to end 2022, ladies and gentlemen? Oh, could we do it again? Let's see. Well, hey, we're doing it live, so we didn't plan this out ahead of time, so we don't know either. <laughs> these will be these are coin toss questions on the last two. I'm not sure which way you'll go on either one of them. So let's see okay. how it goes. Uh, All right. Number four. You, BJ Laudermilk, are not afraid. You take a stand. Oh, okay. Not afraid <laughs> and are, in fact, comfortable with going out alone by yourself, say, to a movie or to a restaurant to eat. You are comfortable and not afraid to do it with it or quit it. Yeah, I'm with it. I'm not I mean, not necessarily saying I'm afraid or anything. It, it's it's usually better when you've got somebody to talk to or anything right, like that. Right, but right, right. but every, every now and again, it's nice. Yeah. 
Absolutely, yeah. right. Okay. All right. We're four for four. Woo! Okay. This is a tough one. Oh, yeah. It just depends. Now I feel All like right. the pressure's on to oh, do it, whether man. I agree with it or not. <laughs> I don't know. I don't want to. I want to be honest, but man. <laughs> this one, this will, this will, this is the decision maker. Number five to end 2022, BJ. Oh, a quick question number five. You. BJ Laudermilk would rather go and pick up food as opposed to it be delivered to you with it or quit it. <laughs> I don't know if you've asked me this one before. It feels like you have, but Drew, by golly, you're going to get a five for five with a wizard. Oh, <laughs> oh man, Thanks I didn't even expect that. How did we do that? I didn't even aim to do it this time, but we got it anyway. Oh, ah, man. Bing, 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 bing. <laughs> a two for I mean, ladies I, and gentlemen. I, Let's I, get out I of two with it or quit it. Five peats for BJ Laudermilk in 2022. I don't Come have on. A problem. I don't have a problem with, with food being delivered, but That's right. most of the time, I mean, I'm so used to going and getting it and bringing it back that, you know, it doesn't phase me or anything like yeah. that. It's easier. Because, you know, once it's ready, I mean, I don't have to wait for somebody driving around or, or, you know, anything like that. Once it's ready, I can get it, and I know how long it's going to take me to get home with it. So There you go. There so you I'm, go. I'm absolutely with it, man. Not even intending to be. But <laughs> here we are. That's great. That's great. That's a good That's a good way to finish off with the acquittance for 2022. By God, that's a heck yeah, of a clip is, as well. Man. <laughs> <laughs> That is with it or quit it for today and 2022. Fantastic stuff, Drew. Hey, you know, we want to, before we wrap up for the year, want to make sure if you're not already with it, why don't you go ahead and head on over to our shop at Tee Public, Drew. What you got in store for some merch over there? Man, last minute one sales. Of these last minute sales to finish the year, ladies and gentlemen. It's still a little breezy out there. Get your crew necks, your long sleeves, and your hoodies. The lowdown got them selling out there. Tee Public sales site wide up to thirty-five or forty percent off. Go get them now. And then BJ. They've got some stuff going on at Fanatics. This is where I got the shirt from, as a matter of fact, from Fanatics. This Dallas Cowboys polo that you can also go get yourselves as well. And I'm sure they've got a site-wide discount right now as well. I think, Yeah, they do, Drew. I was going to say, I got a couple Christmas gifts, I feel like, that came in from Fanatics. I didn't ask uh, the people that that got the gifts for me, but I'm I'm sure that's where they got them. I got some Christmas gifts myself, in fact, that I bought that I gave to others that came from Fanatics using the link in our description. Helped Let's us go. out, save some money. And go. right now, Drew, for the rest of the year, it looks like you can get a uh, some some stuff from the college football playoff semifinals mm-hmm. of this weekend. Close out the year with some merch, whether you're a Fiesta Bowl supporter of those uh, Aiden Michigan Wolverines or the TCU Horn Frogs. Let's go Frogs. Maybe you like the Ohio State Buckeyes who are over in the Peach Bowl taking on the defending national champion Georgia Bulldogs. Well, right now, Drew, up to 70% off a clearance sale. Deal is ending soon. I'm sure they've got other stuff in store as well for the last of the year with this 70% off free shipping on orders over 20 
$4. You want to use code 24SHIP. That is 24SHIP over at Fanatics. I want to thank our friends at Fanatics and T Public for the support all year long and yes. well into 2023 as well. Yes, indeed. And make sure you go follow us to end 2022 and jump into 2023 with us at Oh, if I can speak at the underscore lowdown. That's T H A underscore lowdown on TikTok, Twitch, YouTube, Twitter, and Instagram, ladies and gentlemen. It's been a wow. pleasure, 2022. It's been fun as this recorded on the last Thursday of 2022. Cowboys football coming up here pretty soon. Yes, sir. Go, boys. We'll, we'll catch you guys next week in 2023. Peace.